0: guy is saving me. Something evil. Devour and kill your faith again!
1: Hello, everybody. This is episode three of <laughs> the Cops, Paint, <burnt> Board, <laughs>
2: Cast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got managed to get all of the voices in that. That was awesome. That was I awesome.
1: am Satan. I wish my name is Brandon. I am joined <laughs> by uh, some might call him my BFF. Some might call him my lover. Some might call him just my fellow lover of Satan. And hail, Greg! Greg, how are hey. you? Buddy?
2: Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm o, I'm a firm okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Before we jump
1: into things, if you are new to the show, uh, and you've not heard the first two episodes, let me introduce you to a little something we do here. This is not only the best podcast you'll hear about extreme metal, black metal, death metal, new
2: metal. (laughs) It's really, that's what it's about. It's a new metal podcast. We just disguise it as black metal. But this is also
1: the home of what we call the David Ellison drinking game. Um, The way this works, Greg, do you have uh, any alcohol handy? Anything at all? Yeah, I do. Yep. Greg, you're just holding up a jug of rubbing alcohol. (laughs) It's just urine. It's just a jug (laughs) of urine. Don't worry. Well, what is on tap for today?
2: I've got a little... Lost and sip of sunshine because because of our episode today we need a little sunshine in our lives. <laughs> what are you, I have what are you holding.
1: I I have a Adirondack Brewing from uh, upstate New York. Mm-hmm. It's called mm-hmm. the Beaver Tail Brown Ale because I'm all about the beaver,
2: and I that got is, a. Um, this is a family. This is a family podcast. Please don't say those things.
1: <laughs> And I got a little present I got from a little Greggy poo on standby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. little yeah. heady topper like from The Alchemist.
2: I like how you showed it to the camera like anyone could see it, but <laughs> it was just for me.
1: <laughs> well, I'm all about visual podcasts. Um, yeah.
2: yeah, that's called TV. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, anytime one of us says, Ellison... Or Junior, we have to drink. And I just said both, so drink up, motherfucker. Uh, um, Ooh, I. Dripping. You messy. You messy. You're down my chinny chin chin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I encourage each and every one of you listening, all Frank of you, uh, because Frank mm-hmm. is our only listener. Um, Frank's still here. He is somehow, some way, uh, but I'm pretty sure. You know what? I think we need to start taking bets on when Frank's going to die because he plays along with the David Elson drinking game every episode, and I know it's just eating his liver alive. Yeah, I mean,
2: it's be. the only it's reason be
1: we are here is because we sold our soul to Satan.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. And you know, I like my fans like I like my Frank. One and done. You know, one fan <laughs> and we're out. So when he goes, this whole thing is going down with him. I'm done. I I got nothing more in me after that. <laughs>
1: um, but we encourage you, if you are, a, if, if your name's not Frank, because Frank is obviously playing along, but if your name's not Frank and you happen to be listening for the first time, <clears throat> ooh, that's a good push. Mm-hmm. Um, I highly encourage you, no matter where you are, if you're at work, if you are, uh, you know, watching your newborn child, if you are, in church, if wherever you may be, yeah, I, especially if you're
2: in church, yeah, yeah, I want you, you to open you up, need it there
1: <laughs> I want you to do what Greg does, just open up a jug of rubbing alcohol and join <laughs> the David Elson drinking game and drink along, um, but yep. we are uh, if you read the description of the podcast, please do so because there's a link to a waiver, uh so Greg and I are not legally responsible yeah. um for any liver failure you might
2: uh, encounter. Yeah. you're gonna see a lot of terms in there like uh vodka eye shots and butt chugging and (laughs) though we encourage them heavily that's up to you that's your own fault we're not gonna take we encourage but we take no responsibility so that's so uh (laughs) so greg um
1: you know we had uh a plan for episode three um and because, as I always say on my other podcast, Metallicast, I am a podcast professional. Because I am a podcast professional, um, and because you are as well, we did zero mm-hmm. research for it. Um, oh, yeah. So we're we're putting we're putting that topic on a back burner. Maybe it'll be episode four, maybe it'll be episode 40, maybe it will never do it, who knows. Yeah. But um, you came up with this um, plan um, yeah. for this
2: episode, yeah. and... And so, I, I, Craig, gonna, I regret, I'm regret gonna... it immediately. I'm no, uh, I'm just. I got a butt in here. I regret it immediately. <laughs> it's too much work. I didn't like it. It's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, wait, just to clarify,
1: that means everybody's gonna hate this episode.
2: Oh, it's the worst. You're, at the end of it, you're gonna say, "What the fuck? What am I fucking listening to?" Would you say <sighs> this is a what the fuck episode? This is a this is volume one, what the fuck is owed. Yep.
1: It's, Greg, what the yep. fuck is a what the fuck episode?
2: Alright, so we're doing our Friday ritual, piling through new. Hey music. Greg,
1: Greg, Greg?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Greg. Yeah. Can you hear me?
1: Yep. I said, what the
2: fuck is a what <laughs> the fuck episode?" Uh insert a laugh track there. Uh <laughs> Basically when you're listening to this. Oh song, Greg, I lo- like, Greg, I lost you. I lost you.
1: And this is why it works, because I just do stupid shit till eventually he snaps. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. All right, so I promise not to interrupt you this time. For the visual podcast, I am not crossing <laughs> my fingers. Uh, uh, I cannot wait I till have... we get on E. Remember when Howard Stern was on E? I cannot no, wait but... till the Chorus Paint podcast is on the E network. I think we'd fit in
2: perfectly there. Oh, absolutely. I think Mark McGrath had an E network show at some point. Here's, here's the perfect lineup. Keeping up the Kardashians. Yeah.
1: Chrisly knows best. Course, be mm-hmm. podcasts.
2: Yeah, clearly. Clearly. <laughs> Fits <fixed> together.
1: Queerly. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, uh, I'm not going to go there, but okay. Is
1: <laughs> it getting non PC and non PG? All right, so Greg, enough interrupting, right? You're you're ruining the flow of the show. Um, you're being a real jerk. Um,
2: what the fuck is a what the fuck episode? Judging from my four page outline that I have, <laughs> cue gunshots to head. <laughs> I was listening to new music. I came across a song just like, what the fuck is this? So then naturally, Allison. I just thought you weren't going to interrupt, guys. (laughs) I really
1: was not going to, but I was going to take a sip anyway, so figured I would throw it in there. Please, continue.
2: Bring anyone to listen to a song, like, what the fuck is this? So naturally, I send it to you immediately, and just like, what the hell, what the fuck am I listening to? And I thought, you know what? This is perfect. This is what we should talk about. And we'll just play this song bash on it for five minutes and call it the what the fuck is so be done with it right yeah cue an hour and a half later as i'm finishing my four page outline (laughs) on some band that i can't stand listening to and (laughs) here we are that's why i need some sunshine so why not drag everyone else down with us that's what i for for the record I have done absolutely zero work for this episode. I I am so mad about this. That's what I'm probably most mad about. The song's probably fine, and you know, it's cool. It'll be a slightly entertaining. But I did actually some work for this, and I'm very upset. Very, very upset. Um, Greg, I'm very proud of you. You um, applied yourself
1: to something that nobody cares about, um, and so, that will
2: make... Zero difference in the world. Um, you, know, you know how little of a difference this is going to make? I've listened to this song easily six to eight goddamn times for this podcast. I don't like it at all. And you know how many, you know how many times I've thought about it other than like, oh, shit, we got to do that episode. I better listen to that song again. Not one second. There's nothing remarkable about this song, in my opinion, at all. And now we're going to spend, I don't know, 45 minutes, talking about it and doing work so, on it. This was, this was a mistake. <laughs> this was
1: still a mistake. So, I mean, I think it's important that we are well-rounded podcast hosts. Uh, you know, we spent the first two episodes playing songs that we thought were cool. Bands yeah. that we are into.
2: Um, episode three, not the case. No, we're going, we're going to get real petty. We're going below the belt. We're only <laughs> we're only using Nails, we're biting, we're pulling hair on this one. That's all we're doing. No, no gentlemanly bouts. Nope. Can I ask you something? Um, without
1: giving yeah. too much away about this song, mm-hmm. does it have anything to do with my three favorite musicians, uh, Dave Mustaine, Glenn Danzig, or Fred Durst? <sighs> I, well, I guess we should throw David <laughs> Ellison
2: in there, too. Hey, there we go. That's what I was waiting for. So I would say it has got the charisma. Oh my god, the charisma of uh, David Elson. No, no, I forget what you said. Yeah, David Elson. That's probably the good one. Which we have to drink twice now. It's got the warm charm of... twice
1: now, by the way. Oh my god, yes. I I can't get a sentence out. See, this is is how we make a 15-minute podcast into a 55-minute podcast.
2: (laughs) Zero content and all bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Where was I? The warm charm of Glenn Danzig. The... The musical,
3: chart. <laughs> the,
2: the musical diversity of Dave Mustaine
0: mm-hmm. and
2: the wow. physica, physical appearance of Fred Durst. That's what I'm going to say. It, those,
1: that's how I describe it. It's funny that you say that because those are my favorite traits of all three of those men. Or all four of those men. Um, you really nailed it. And I'm just so excited to learn more about the song. I think actually, you know, this might be a song that I'm really into.
2: I the more you talk about you, the more excited I'm getting. I'm going to make you regret that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make
2: you regret that. And I think I should make you regret that right now. So, the song is called The Footsteps of Spring. Now, I'm going right. to remind so, you. But can we dissect that? Wait, 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 okay. wait. Let me remind you. This is a black metal song, quote unquote. Okay? Okay. All right. The Footsteps of Spring. <laughs> okay. By a quote unquote black metal band botanist. Like a person okay. who all right. grows flowers. Okay?
3: Okay. Go ahead.
1: So, first of all. The only thing less metal than spring is summer. We all know. (laughs) (laughs) We all know that winter. Winter, fall,
2: spring, summer. That's (laughs) the hierarchy. Yeah, Yeah. we know that.
1: Winter is the most metal season. Yeah. Um, Fall, because Halloween, Satan, monsters, you know. Um, The footsteps of spring... Okay, so, all right, yeah. We, the pro, I have a problem with the seasons. So maybe I'm already changing my mind because I have a problem with the season selection in the song title. Um, yeah. Now, you remember, uh,
2: remember the footsteps. Let's rewind, let's rewind two and a half minutes ago to where you said, "The more I talk about it, the more you like it." Well, you're you, already <laughs> reading that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said
1: my favorite things, um, but you know, well, actually, it makes sense because. Glenn Danzig did write a song about summer, which is the only season <laughs> less metal than <this> spring.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dirty black song. Uh, <sighs> <sighs> ah. um, all right. Now let's take a look at the first part of that song title, the footsteps. Oh. Yeah. So if I had to guess, the footsteps of winter sound like a heavy... Motherfucker. Yeah. Like a fucking grizzly bear. Ready to yeah. rip your fucking face off. Grizzly bear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well,
3: the footsteps
1: weird. of uh fall it's like ooh, Yeah not 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 like strong and heavy, but a little spooky. It's more like a yeah. Alice Cooper, you know
2: like Right. Oh, 18! Right. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's creepy, but it's it also like a little, probably a little bit emo. Yeah. And that's why it doesn't make it the yeah, best. Yeah, one. yeah. Yeah. Um, the footsteps of
1: summer sound very delightful. Because you a, have no shoes on. It's just like toes in the sand. Um, the only time your feet are in danger is when that beach sand is really hot. You're like, ooh. Beach is hot. Ooh, mm-hmm. sand hot. Ooh, my my little toesy
2: woesies. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's also it's also a Don Henley song, so that's like <laughs> that, that's about it. An offshoot of the Eagles. You can't get less metal than that. So, <laughs> but I'm not even sure.
1: <laughs> I'm not even sure I could tell you what the footsteps of spring would sound like.
2: You want to know what it sounds like? I do. It sounds like this. Indeed. What do you so? What do you think? Well, let's go right into it. What do you think about that? What do you just quick first impression? What do you think? My first impression was the drums.
1: Um, so I'm guess my my first guess is that a drummer either wrote the song or mixed the song because it is basically a drum solo with ambient noise in the background. <laughs> <coughs> Um, okay. What also else? related to the drums. Uh
2: the drummer sort of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like sucks in a yeah, a talented. I was gonna say talented suck, but now I just did, so <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hashtag talented suck. That might be the name of this episode.
2: <laughs> be, what the
1: fuck is so Talented suck. <laughs> Uh, It could be about this band or or this podcast host. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, it's not that the drums are completely unimpressive, but there's just parts where it's not completely in time with whatever else is going on, Um, which I honestly do not even have that big of a problem with because you know i think there is like yeah. a a time and a place for that thing in music um yeah. but if the drums are going to be in the forefront of the mix then <laughs> i yeah. feel like you know they need to be really stellar and tight <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. it because to I'm me, not listening
1: to the misfits here i you know like right. I, oh. I'm, I'm okay with like you know uh an offbeat or I'm, o- but like, I'm okay with the crappy drum sound even, yeah. but, but you know, the, when I listen to the Misfits, I'm not listening to the drums <laughs> up front.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's like, we're not listening to the Misfits. This is avant-garde black metal. So we have standards yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was thinking today too, I, I, that kind of pop kept popping out at me where it's like, this song sounds like, it was like an indie movie score written that way. Just the the music minus the drums. And you're like, oh, it's like the music's actually, you know, not that bad. You know, if it was like for a movie, okay, cool. But then it was like somebody also wrote a straight up black metal, death metal song in the same tempo (laughs) and then just took the drums from that (laughs) And copy pasted it right on top of the movie score, and you're like, "This doesn't." Right. There are parts yeah. where it's like the drums are doing these da 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 da, and there's nothing happening behind it. Like it's just <laughs> yeah. blank space. And, and like, why there's no?
1: And again, I can, I can get into like, uh, drums that are a little bit, like out there. You know, like that. I can get into oh, like yeah. an ambient. Yeah avant-garde thing but it needs to be done well yeah and this to me does not even seem like it was done on purpose like it <laughs> seems know. like it was like it just sort of like this is not like a you know a frank zappa song here this is uh some like somebody in their basement just trying really
2: hard to make a really good black metal song
1: yeah and yeah. failed this, this- that That's how it comes across to me.
2: Yeah, the drum part definitely sounds like somebody just jamming for like four days straight and <laughs> taking the best parts that they thought and putting them all together. It's yeah, all crazy. My, it's all it, crazy.
1: So that was my first impression. Yeah. My uh, second impression was trying to figure out what the fuck instruments were in that
2: song because... <laughs> um let's let's wait on that for a second we'll get to that in a second all right what about what about i'll maybe i'll guide this a little bit what do you let's go with who wrote this like give me anything area of the world number of people involved uh whether it's a band of accountants from h&r block whatever (laughs) you know whatever who wrote this in your mind who do you think uh
1: like a single person I think wrote this and recorded this because yeah. it sounds like somebody with like a four track recorder trying to be a band on their own and failed. Yeah.
2: And a lot um, of time, a yeah. lot of time.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs>
2: um,
1: this is like when you're like when you create a shitty demo and you yeah. put it on like your MySpace just so you can try to get like uh, a gig at like the yeah. local like the local bar club yeah. whatever the, and then you know three people show up to the gig and two of them are your best friends you know yeah right th- that, that, that's what the song reminds me of a single yeah. person recording uh a four track yeah. demo uh
2: to get you know gigs off MySpace. <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely th- yeah same same difference it's written for a girl that you like and you're like i'm in a band you should check it out and then it's like this four listens to it and they're all you and it's like an instrumental rock song for 11 and a half minutes it's not like something romantic you show a girl it's like instrumental dream theater and you're like i wrote this song and i thought of you while doing it oh oh, oh, okay
1: Now, as far as the where goes yeah i mean where yeah yeah, let's I yeah. I will I would guess um you know, I I want to guess some like wintry place, some cold ass place in like Europe. But right. I I have a feeling based on the song title The Footsteps of Spring that this was yeah. written in some like suburban <laughs> middle <laughs> America area or something.
2: Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. That's, that's some pretty good guesses there. Well, let's just. Uh, okay. Well, how about why? Why do you just? Oh no, you did the uh, why the getting getting gigs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he wants he wants he wants okay.
1: to play a local show for well, approximately three people.
2: Yeah. Oh, there's no more than three people at any show. <laughs> you did pretty good, I'll say. There is so. Here we go. Let's, let's get into some of the hard facts. Let's get into the hard truths we're about to swallow. Impress me with
1: this uh, research he did.
2: <laughs> it's not good. I'm not going to impress you. <laughs> it just made me so mad I had to share it with someone. And unfortunately, <laughs> that's you. Uh, and Frank. And Frank. So. And Frank. And, and Ellison. And, and Ellison. Ooh.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: All right. All right, Pete.
1: Just R.I.P. David Ellison.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to make up shit about him every (laughs) once in a while. Just to keep it fresh. Next time,
1: can you wait till I swallow my beer?
2: No. Gone, gone but not forgotten. Uh, All right, so you were pretty. Some of it, you were a little close. We got. Botanist is a San Francisco-based black metal band founded by American musician... What's his name? Greg. No. Chad. Blake. Chad
1: what? Chad what? Chad Montgomery Jones.
2: That sounds Wrong. like a country singer. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. It's Otrebor.
3: <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> Who formerly ran the online music magazine Maelstrom? I did no research into that because I was already too pissed off at this point. <laughs> this is a solo dude, and get guess, guess what? Ultravore plays vocals, drums, hand-hammered dulcimer. That's what it was. That's what it
1: is. So we have. A I, was drum like, like, yeah. I was like, it sounds like. I was like, it sounds like. Uh, like there's a xylophone or something in the background but it's such right. a muddy mix that it was hard to hear
2: oh it's a <laughs> fucking mess it's a total mess <laughs> so you were, you nailed it on the a solo drummer wrote the wrote the song <laughs> however you are not right that it's only a solo person it is a band it is a band with band members are you ready for these? So, the first one, we've got Otrebor. Wait, there's multiple Blackmail. people playing on that song? There's multiple people on that song. Multiple, Wait, multiple it, what's, what's the guy's name again? Otrebor. <laughs> it's like o- O-T-R-E-B-O-R. Yeah. yeah Otrebor. So, it's like... Um, like an emphasis old black on bore. <laughs> yeah, bore. Yes. Very bored. Yep. you got your Esons. You've got... You're, uh, you know, classic black metal, classic black metal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, great. You're playing avant-garde black metal with a black metal moniker. Okay. So what's the rest of your band's black metal names? Uh, I have them listed as D Neil. (laughs) Is that like Vince Neil? (laughs) Like, like Dennis Neal that's yeah we got Ulboard supported by Dennis Neal not his real first name probably I don't know guess what he plays um I, I'm thinking he's
1: the drummer if he's I'm thinking he's the drummer well Ulboard is the drummer so oh wait, so wait plays, what does what does um really yeah. bored do he, he is he
2: vocals yeah. and drums Ultraboard plays vocals, drums and hammered dulcimer. We've, there are other instruments in that song. There are other instruments. D-Neo okay,
1: I misunderstood play. what you said before. All right. So what does D. Neil play?
2: Bass? Hammer dulcimer. <laughs> so it's not just a duo. It's not a duo. Okay, so next person, what's his black metal name? Any guesses? No, good. Because it's A. Lindo. <laughs> He play. <laughs> the what dulcimer? is he, he playing? The what Dulcimer? Play? The Dulcimer? Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. He, he does vocals and harmonium. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, were there two vocalists in that song? A fair, you know, all the backing <laughs> vocals that you didn't hear, he did them. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Could but barely wait, hear the lead
2: vocals. <laughs> you could hear any vocals, really, but there were oh two God. people doing vocals. Okay. Next, next member, not the last member. Next member, what's his black metal name? Don't even start. You're wrong. It's <laughs> R. Chang. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: what does he play? Um. I I I
2: hope he's a third vocalist. <laughs> I really hope he's a third vocalist. Wrong. You're the third. He's the third person to play Hammered Dulcimer. <laughs> <laughs> they are the Iron Maiden of the Hammered They're, Dulcimer. Yeah, they got Just three of them up front. Guitar players playing on. harmonies. Yeah, no guitars. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. We've had Otterbor. We've had a bunch of. Unna- Unfirst named artists or, or musicians with a last name. We come to the last one, and guesses on his still? <laughs> There's one more. We got one Wait, more. Wait, how many have there been so far? Like five, right? Four. There's four. There's five in the band that I have right okay. now. Okay. All
1: right. What's the fifth?
2: The fifth. Mm-hmm. His name is David Tiso. <laughs>
1: So he doesn't even follow the, the formula no, of the other ones with, like, no the initial pattern. and the last yeah. name.
2: They could have gone Black Metal with Ultra Boar. None, yeah. of, none of them followed that. You've got three at first initial last name, and then you've got Navid <laughs> Tiso. What does he play?
1: <laughs> <Don't smart>.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wrong. Bass guitar. <laughs> <laughs> And he's also oh listed god. as only being in the band from 2018 to present. So
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's not a founding member, I guess.
2: <laughs> bass guitar is a new addition to the fold. It was just all dulcimers and Black Metal Drugs before, but not no longer. No longer going bass, bass guitar.
1: <clears throat> oh my god. <laughs> That is better than I could have ever imagined.
2: <laughs> it's gonna get a little bit better because here we go. Now, oh, God, that's just the setup of them. That's their. By the way, they're
1: yeah. By the way, it, the, the sad part is is that like this is something I should be into, and like they, yeah. it's like they're going for like an avant garde like post black oh, yeah. metal sound, yeah. Like yeah. on paper, that's something honestly I'd be into oh, for like, oh sure. they use like this weird instrumentation like oh cool yeah. that sounds interesting
2: mm-hmm.
1: except we got this Wrong. But okay
3: continue <laughs> big, big fat fail
2: <laughs> so that's just their setup that's how how they exist san francisco black metal band one dude on the drums writing it basically <laughs> bunch of band bunch of band members playing the same shit over the top <laughs> okay, okay. Their music characteristics are listed, uh, this was how it's described, in a departure from traditional black metal instrumentation, clearly. Botanist uses distorted hammered dulcimers (laughs) and no guitars, parentheses aside from bass. (laughs) Otrevore states he does not digitally edit his drumming recordings, in which he purposely, and I quote, "...playing as close to the edge of my ability as I can to hear the warts in my playing." (laughs) (laughs) I (laughs) can hear it.
1: (laughs) Mission accomplished.
2: (laughs) who is so proud of how not phenomenal he plays because it sounds better to him. I I will say this. I will say this. Um, Out of all of
1: his artistic goals... That's the only one he accomplished. <laughs>
2: Nailed it. So I will give so, him credit for that. It sounds like a guy locked in an expensive San Francisco basement just playing drums for like six days straight for one song. what it sounds like. Oh, my God. All right. So you're like, well, clearly this band, they've got this great song. What other things do they have to listen to? They have... Nine albums or slash EPs in six years. What? Six years. Discs one and two are a double disc with 39 goddamn songs on
1: it. (laughs) Holy shit. I mean, that song was three minutes, 48 seconds, I believe. And it felt, honestly, not kidding, felt like a 10-minute song.
2: Yeah, I, at one point we were listening to it. I looked down at the time, and it was two minutes in. I was like, ah, fuck, we're not even halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks. Oh, uh, so there, Yeah, so the first two, The Suicide Tree. These are their discography. The Suicide Tree, A Rose from the Dead, bloom, uh, Doom and Bloom, Mandragoria, The Hanging Gardens of Hell. I feel like we're living that right now. <laughs> Flora. This is off of Hammer of Botany, and the last Hammer of Botany. (laughs) Hammer of Botany, and the last one is Green Metal. So Green Metal. Okay.
1: Is
2: that like Green Hell or Green Jelly? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's like Eco Green Metal. So you know
1: what this? All right. This is only going to be a reference that uh, a handful people get, but. Only a handful of people are listening, so hopefully they get it. Um, Perfect. This is the Troll 2 of Black Metal. Down to the plant references.
2: Well, I don't like it. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Troll 2 I like Troll 2. And I've gone to a to bar to watch to. Troll 2 on a pull-down screen. <laughs> I don't want to listen to the song ever again after this episode. I think it's over for
1: me. <laughs> Well, that is true. The, I mean, that's the key difference: is that Troll Two is entertaining, and this song yeah. is not entertaining on any level. But right. in terms of its crappiness and um, yeah. its not subtle plant references,
2: oh man, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're gonna, we're about to get into that. We're about to get there. <laughs> so, a little more on the musical styling. Uh, there's a botanist, quote unquote, entity. So it's like a being. Yeah. According to Otrebor, when, uh, and I quote, when botanist music gets recorded, I channel an entity within me that's named (laughs) again, quote, the botanist, a character whose whose perspective dictates the content of uh, the music and lyrics. End quote. The botanist holds, quote, a romantic worldview in which plants reclaim the earth after humanity has killed itself. Uh, and he is trying his damnedest to bring about the uh, end of humanity because humanity is destroying the natural world and the natural world must prevail. Oh my god. This dude wrote six goddamn albums in uh, nine albums in six years about how nature is taking over back from humanity. That's what this whole thing's about. So- from the perspective of the botanist.
1: So, what is interesting is um I feel like with all that said, this just turns from a black metal podcast into a true crime podcast. I feel like we should start be we should start talking about uh Odobor's serial killings <laughs> and yes. um how he kills in the name of nature, <laughs> yes. Yeah.
2: He is a Yikes. nationalist serial killer. He drags people out. <laughs> he takes people out to the wilds of Alaska and just murders them in an abandoned bus. That's the life and times of Otrevor.
1: Now, let me, let me throw this out there. Yeah. Um,
2: David Ellison. That's it <laughs> Thank you. I need a drink after that.
1: Um, all right, let me throw this out there. I say we track this man down and we go all mind hunter on him and interview this guy for the podcast. Get into get into the mind of a serial killer.
2: I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ever want to see this person. I'm so, I'm I'm good. I'm going to I'm going to toss my hat into the ring and say I'm good. I will So Lately declined, sir. <laughs> so basically, just to
1: clarify. Yeah. The band named The Botanist is actually um, uh, a mythical being that he created. A- a- as well as sort of like a mascot for the band. So it's as if like Megadeth was named Vic Rattlehead or Iron Maiden yeah. was named Eddie. Except yeah. Dave Mustaine and Bruce Dixon thought those were real
2: beings that they channeled through their music. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, <laughs> that's 115% correct. You're absolutely right. Yeah. That's exactly what he did. Just wrote way too much music <laughs> over six years and thought the botanist was saving the world. So, um, I mean, I, I,
1: now we have to, what I really want to know is this. If, if I sat down with him, Mindhunter style, and interviewed him, but I, my first question would be, how do you have all this time on your hands? <laughs> oh, no. There's no way I they're mean, making money um, no. to no. you know, put back into being the botanist. <laughs> no.
2: No. And I mean, to be honest with you, this sounds like the kind of band that plays at your local bar because like that's the spot to do it. Right. Like there was a show I watched where they made a, a joke like a hipster joke where they like this guy was on tour. It was just him playing guitar and he was on tour playing it all the he was very hot in the abandoned gas station circuit. and that's like how I <laughs> feel about it. it.'s like you only have to play like the basement kitchen of a uh, Olive Garden that's been closed <laughs> and that's the venue. you know like that's that's where this band plays. like they're not gonna play. You know, a major theater—that's a nice place. This right. is like a yeah, yeah. Like you want to play in a restaurant where people are still currently eating. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's their. Well, venue. I mean, I mean, I think it's
1: important to recognize that black metal as a genre, uh, as much as it's grown since its birth, is still a yeah. very niche genre of music. Oh, um, god! And this this is a niche within black, a niche. <laughs> right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like post black metal. Is like a niche within a niche. Avant-garde post-metal is a niche within a niche within a niche. And this is like a niche within a niche within a niche within a niche. (laughs) Yeah. We're
2: going to have Leonardo DiCaprio and Tom Hardy kicking Ultra in the face if we go any (laughs) deeper. It's total inception. It's crazy. Uh, Okay, so. Wow. That's all my research. So why don't we go, why don't we dive into another topic? I know we're. Climbing up the time here, but I think it needs to be addressed because there's a few points I need to make just okay. to make us all feel a little now better. I'm, later on.
1: Now, I, I'm saying I'm just saying I feel nervous right now. You, you say it's you gonna should be, be nervous, me, but I feel nervous. Because I'm,
2: I'm gonna ask a favor of you, and that's to do a dramatic reading of the lyrics. <laughs> the lyrics to this song? <laughs> the lyrics to this song. All right.
1: Um, you did send them to me. I did. Um, I did. I'm going to try my best to uh, get through this uh, without laughing. Okay. (laughs) I'm also going to try my best um, to uh, pronounce some of these words. (laughs) Because obviously, Otabor is is, um, way too intelligent for me. Maybe that's my so that, problem. That's, Maybe that's, his music's just so advanced that like in ten years from now or twenty years
2: from now I'll be like, Oh, it's
1: too ahead of its time. Now I get it.
2: <laughs> this is a perfect setup because this is what we're gonna talk about in a second. Once this once this goes down, we are gonna talk about Ugh. we're gonna talk right, about but, exactly that. Before I read right. this, I'm
1: gonna say yeah. Ellison and Junior, because I need to finish this beer.
2: <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. all right.
1: I need something a little bit heavier for this, so let me open up the heady topper.
2: <laughs> is that David Ellison's heady topper? <sighs> <laughs> no, but David Ellison
1: is Dave Mustaine's heady topper. hey oh And it's an Ellison again. So
2: and he did. Okay, yeah. There, this, is the, this is the part.
1: This is the part like, that Frank loves slash hates.
2: Yeah. This is the part where it all falls apart. There's a clear line where it's going well, going well, and then all of a sudden it's just like, this doesn't make sense anymore, and (laughs) and you're not going to end it, are you? And then Satan takes over. Listen,
1: Satan took over twice. I'm glad that he did, to be honest with you, because he cleared up a
2: lot of my confusion. That's two out of two. That's 100% of the time he took over. But he—he he hasn't, he hasn't missed a day. Listen, he, listen, he, he cleared up
1: a—he cleared up a lot of confusion for me. Um, I understand, you know, kind of what happened. We were blacked out, and I kind of know
2: why he's here. But I mean, got, I think. But you know what? I, you got his I, side of it. You got his side. It's a I, little. I, you got to consider I think,
1: I think, Greg, that um, I had a word with him. I had a word with Satan about. Um, his side of things, if you will, okay, and I well, and I can guarantee you this, right? I can guarantee you this. There's no way in hell, pun intended, that Satan is going to come back again at the end of this episode. I, I scared him away for good.
2: I hope so. But uh, anyways,
1: um, anyways, um, uh, let's jump uh, into these whatever, lyrics because if, if anything will keep Satan away. It's these uh, lyrics to the Footsteps of Spring.
2: So it's really we <clears> throat>
1: throat. Let me clear my throat. <clears>
2: throat. Get ready, get into character, whatever you need to do.
1: This is, um... I'd like to do a dramatic reading of a
2: Oh. oh, it's very NPR of you. I like that. That's very sophisticated and thoughtful and deep. It's called Emphasi- Deep.
1: Well, its author, um, a single serial killer by the name of Odebor, um, is a very deep individual. And he wrote this poem It's basically a poem set to music. I do not even want to call it song lyrics. He wrote this poem called The Footsteps of Spring.
3: Ah, Spring, Spring, Spring.
1: Nature's unseen behemoth plotting inexorable its invincible passing marked only by the footsteps Invisible. What did I say?
2: Invincible, but it's fine. Go ahead. It doesn't matter if the song songs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dotting the landscape on coastal path
0: serpentine. Tiny yellow patches. When tuple fluorescent domes, umbel born flowers, like jetting floral stars,
1: <laughs> signaling Octopoid's
0: perpetual journey. Sanical prince he, with every step, <laughs> heals the land.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Cute crowd noise.
1: Can I just say? Can I just say? Um, those. I mean, there's a few long, big words in there, but not a lot of lyrics for what felt like a 10-minute song. <laughs> like, yeah, like the whole
2: song. somebody just... singing, whether it is uh, <laughs> Otrebor or a Lindo, somebody's singing, like, basically the whole time, and there's not a lot of words there. I feel like a lot's just repeated over and over because...
1: Right. Or it has to be, like, Death Heaven style, where it's just, like... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, two words nature. every like thirty seconds, <laughs> and that's a verse. And
0: nature,
2: i
1: behemoth. Um, all right, are we dissecting these lyrics here?
2: Yeah, um, I've got i got some notes, but I really just want to kind of skip through these because this. Sucks. I mean, I mean. Okay, so uh, let me. Cause... Let me, yeah go ahead go ahead you go ahead.
1: i was just gonna make one point um i think it's very clear that uh odobor owns a dictionary and a thesaurus
2: okay yeah yeah well i think this is the point in my research where i flipped the fuck out <laughs> 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 because so i started looking up these lyrics and i'm like all right you know all this a lot of you know, twenty-five cent words here. <sighs> Let's take, for instance, in riff in riff fluorescent quintuple yes. in riff fluorescent domes. So I looked that word up and like, yeah, these guys are smart. Like, all right, we got some San Francisco hipsters writing intelligently, writing some lyrics here. I all looked right. that up. It doesn't exists it's not a fucking word <laughs> like the only time i found it was in reference to this song It was like lyric pages for this song <laughs> so i think that it's a typo typo and it's inflorescent, which is like a type of plant
1: that an has to be what
2: about it, is. it. yeah that has to be what it is
1: i mean and that matches yeah with, it's uh, a yeah
2: it's a type of plant <clears throat> And so then I'm looking through the rest of them. And it's basically the I- main idea is is like this big creature, person, character, probably the botanist. Nature's unseen behemoth, quote unquote, plotting inexorably, invisible, passing, marked only by footsteps of spring. So something big is walking along, leaving footsteps, dotting the landscape all along coastal paths, serpentine, waving in and out along the coastline, tiny yellow patches, quintuple inflorescent domes. So, this got so freaking nerdy. I started looking up all this stuff. <laughs> uh, oh, then it, yeah, it says uh, one part, it says Sanical Print Tea. So, Sanical is like a type of flower. It's also known as Footsteps of Spring.
3: I'm like, God damn it, Aww. that makes
2: sense. And then it's like, that's just it's adorable. Little, it's these little patches of yellow flowers that grow along the west coast of the United States, San Francisco, mm. coastline. Like okay, god damn it! Like this guy that's writing this song that I fucking hate, and I kind of hate him because I've looked into this already, is writing like these really smart things about it. Santa is a type of—it's like it's in the same family as like carrots and parsnip and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like this giant green dude who's like a carrot man <laughs> walking up the coastline. <laughs> Ah. the personification of also another great game for
1: this episode carrot man
2: (laughs) (laughs) leaving footsteps uh what else we got here Uh, so yeah so i'm just like okay i'm going along reading all this i'm like this is actually really smart it's well put together like the lyrics make sense Mm. this is all good then i see a quote um is a black metal band. Uh, black metal band Oliver piqued Otrabore's interest in "quote unquote" black metal that's grown out of worship of the forest, and that's unfortunately kind of a thing too with black metals. Like a lot of natural use, you know, like Panopticon. That's a lot of nature stuff they talk about. Um, you know, it. it and that's not a bad thing, but it's. I feel like this is so kind of. Maybe the avant-garde aspect kicks it over one way, so it's like oh. Yeah, I found that it's, they're inspired by other bands writing about f- the forest. And then I see this goddamn quote. <laughs> Dictionary reading inspired Ultra Bore's use of complicated plant and insect names in lyrics and song titles, which he calls, in a way, a tribute to extreme metal band Carcass. <laughs> goddamn I, son of a bitch. I nailed I the dictionary. thing. I did. Dictionary it. <laughs> to find interesting words about plants and animals to write this goddamn song. This has been a journey from hell and back. Again. I hated the song and I was like, Goddamn it. I got to give him props. And then I read into this and I get all literally all the way through all this lyric breakdown. And I read this son of a bitch and. He- San Francisco is (laughs) literally like a Ben Stiller character reading the dictionary (laughs) to write song lyrics.
1: Again, how much time does this guy have? You know how much time? David Ellison (laughs)
2: time is how much time he has. Yeah, just... What are you doing tonight? Oh, it's Friday. I'm going to be hanging out at my house reading the goddamn dictionary to write the footsteps of spring. <laughs> well, you know what? I
1: I take back what I said before because having heard all of this, having heard all this information, Odebor is not a serial killer because all of his lyric writing and drum playing keeps him off the streets. So yeah, he yeah. cannot murder. <laughs> It's his day I mean, program.
2: It's I his dare the, program, straight
1: up. That's I mean, the, I mean, granted, the family he shares the house with—they're all dead and still, oh, you know, yeah. decaying in the house. But yeah, nobody sitting outside sitting of his house, here. yeah. But nobody outside of his house is dead because music, in that regard, saved him.
2: Yeah, he's one of those guys. He's a total shut-in. His family died, and he's writing. He's all that's left, are his decaying plants. And he's playing organ next to a boarded-up window. He's
3: like, I've got to write the music. I've got to write the best music.
2: And then eight years later, he emerges with nine albums of <laughs> DS and thinks he's going to change the goddamn... I'm so mad. I can't. I w- I want to wild speculating about him all year. Did I just wanted to I wanted to do a five minute like hey this song so kinda huh? <laughs> That's funny. Alright, see you next week. And here we are almost a full hour later. Did you uh...
1: <laughs> here's the thing is that I've known Greg for a long time, and I know that he's legitimately annoyed and frustrated. Right now. <laughs> Did you um, take any time in your research to Google Otrebor and see what comes up? No, I
2: was too upset. (laughs) (laughs) How do you spell his name? Uh, O-T-R-E-B-O-R. Otrebor. Are you doing a literacy now? Are we going to add where's Where is he now in this? He's like, he's in the studio uh, writing instead of writing the 10th uh, album from Botanist? I'm looking to see if any news
1: clippings pop up. What was it? O-T-O-R? R-
2: no, O-T-R-E-B-O-R. All right, let's see what pops up here. The
1: first thing that pops up is oh, no. an interview with botanist Autrobore from the Quietest dot from September 26, two thousand seventeen. The next That's thing post all of up, <laughs> the next thing that their discography that I have. The next thing that the next thing that pops up is botanist Outrobore interviews uh Shadows from Decibel magazine in two thousand fourteen. So I mean, Ah. they are like a band. They're technically a band.
2: (laughs) Well, the guy he ran a music website. What what was where to have that? He uh, wrote, uh, ran the online music magazine Maelstrom. So I mean, he's probably somebody in like the San Francisco music scene. But I also hate him. (laughs) (laughs) I'm currently looking at
1: Maelstrom magazine.
2: Yeah. It's probably like, uh, what's that website? Hipster Runoff. Because that dickhead's on serious radio every <laughs> once in a while on like an indie channel. It's like, you're so hard to listen to. You're just trying so hard to be mysteriously, ominously kind of a dick, but also interestingly indie. And I can't stand it.
1: <sighs> well, I mean, Maelstrom Magazine I just, I just, has like, a website. And they have a facebook um so the the profile picture on their Facebook page is it looks to be a black and white picture of Albert Einstein maybe in a rocking <laughs> chair outside, so it's about as douchey as you'd expect it to be
2: fuck this guy fuck this guy <laughs> fuck that ban fuck that magazine I don't and care.
1: this is from um. I mean, I'm not going to go deep into this, but this is a, uh, a quote from Decibel Magazine um, from December 11, 2014. This is, um, all right, it says, I it. consider botanists to be one of modern black metal's great projects. And for those visual podcast people, projects in quotes. Uh, germinated by. <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> That's gonna make Greg even more. Angry. Greg's gonna turn right. into a serial killer named the botanist.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be me. Yeah, you're gonna find a body, and it's gonna be me.
1: <laughs> Go germinated, <ahead. laughs> germinated by a solitary San Francisco
2: named Ultraboar. It's a See, dangerous- I'm already mad right. <laughs> I'm already mad right there. Germinated. We, we, yeah, we got to stick with a the botanist theme. Let's feed that asshole some more cannon fuel. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. It's
1: a band whose music is both utterly bizarre. Um, I'm going to skim a little bit. <laughs> yeah. They call him a misanthropic hermit. Uh, and the band's music, they say, is rendered only in drums, voice, and hammered dulcimer. And they say it's quote, emotionally devastating. I was pretty emotionally devastated hearing this was a real thing.
2: <laughs> you want to know emotionally devastated? Research this goddamn band for an hour and a half to two hours. It's like, that's, I agree. I am also emotionally devastated by this band. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Greg. I don't know. I don't know. Man. I think this might I, I th- this might be the last one of these. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, I,
1: I just want to go on record as saying, um, what the fuck episode was fun and a terrible idea. <laughs> uh,
2: it was a strange, awful time that I loved and also loathed. So <laughs> I think we did it. I think we nailed it. So what's funny
1: it. is that we've talked about doing. Deep dives into bands and their discography, and this, in a way, was a deep dive <laughs> into a band and discography that this we was. cannot hate. I, when I said yeah. we'll do deep dives, I meant into like you know forefathers yeah. of uh extreme metal, like the band Death, or you yeah, know, bands yeah. we are really into, like the Black Dahlia murder, or right. yeah, uh,
2: but no, I wanna... you
1: come at me and you're like, oh, botanists.
2: I'm so mad right now because I, yeah, same. I want to, like, <laughs> let's listen to everything that Cannibal Corpse has for two or three weeks straight and then report on it. But right. instead, botanists, <laughs> fucking botanists, <laughs> that's just, that's all I got. Here's <sighs> what I need people to do.
1: If you are listening, Frank, I'm talking to you. If yeah, you are Frank, listening and
2: you, let's face, uh... it, let's face it, probably <laughs> Jeff too, Frank and Jeff. <laughs> Frank, Jeff, um, <laughs> that's about it. <laughs>
1: that's, about all. that's about all we got. But here's the twist: here's the Imnai Shyamalan ending. Ooh. Frank is Jeff. Jeff is Frank.
2: And Frank is Jeff, who is botanist. (laughs) They are ultra bore. (laughs) We are all we are. It's like legion. We are ultra bore. (laughs) But really, Greg, we are all ultra bore. You know, let's be honest. Let's let's get real for a minute. We've all done a lot of music projects. I've done a lot of music projects. You've done a lot of music projects? Yes, yes. Hell, we've done music projects together talking about Leper Leprechaun. Which is and a story for another time, ladies and gents. And, and it is, and they're not all home runs, you know? But uh, <laughs> sometimes you just gotta play some hammered dulcimers with distortion on them and then just jam the fuck out of some blast beats. And hope that you can copy-paste a (laughs) successful music album discography of a decade together. And And I think on that note,
1: we say Ellefson. Ellefson. We say Junior. Poof. (laughs) And we say that there is no way... And I repeat, no way in hell. Yeah. Satan is coming back, Greg. I saved us. Cause I let me tell you, right? I called that motherfucker, right? I called him. I was like Oh, I hope you didn't. Don't. Don't I do I, that. I Greg, I called him and I was like I was like, hey. Did you get rid of the murder weapon?
2: Greg. It wasn't a murder weapon. We, we all know how to call it. Listen, a, listen. When we woke up from our... You are, on, Greg, the, you are on the lamb Greg, now. You're on
1: the lamb, Greg, when we woke up from the blackout, we thought maybe it was a murder weapon. It just ended up being what probed my anus. I thought it was Satan, but if you hear... Well, maybe it was. I don't know. He, If you hear his side of the story, I
2: did it to myself.
1: I, I, I'm not sure.
2: To be fair, he murdered your ass. <laughs> he straight <laughs>
1: murdered your ass.
2: Um, so, wait, were you awake
1: for it? You were awake the whole time?
2: And you never stopped? Uh, I wasn't awake. You told me? I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't awake in the sense that I was asleep and... I wasn't awake in the sense that I was consciously awake trying to be a part of the scene. But I was asleep mm. in the sense that like, if I pretended to help you it would not go well for me either so well we all make choices greg, and that was mine
1: greg um i would be willing to forgive you if not for the last hour i spent with you listening to botanist and ultra um so we are officially fighting hopefully we can resolve this before episode four <laughs> um but it, i i just want to let you know that despite my anger with you uh and you can thank me on air so everybody can hear um i scared i scared satan away i I called up that motherfucker right so that i I called him up and i was like i was like hey satan um listen we are professionals we are podcast professionals i i i I do a couple podcasts you know like the course paid podcast not my first time podcasting um uh we are on fansnotexperts.com, which is like a whole network of podcasts and i'm on a couple though all right i'm sort of a big deal um we really do not need your help um so you might think you know we sold our soul and uh we uh we need you to edit and produce and release but listen i'm definitely not drunk um at the end of this Mm -hmm. episode um I, I think I can handle it myself. Um, so I told him, Greg, Greg, get this, get this. I told Satan, right? I was like, take your horns, right? No, don't. You didn't. You didn't. It it polished him up real nice. No, you did not. And Come on, don't do it. it.
0: Right? Up don't say it. Yeah. Fuck want to stick my shiny horns up your ass like I did when you were blacked out, you stupid motherfucker. This is Satan. Uh, The noise you hear in the background is my air conditioning. It is uh, (laughs) hot as hell. In hell, (laughs) I'm filled with Brandon shit, jizz, and dad jokes. Um, Anyways, uh, I'm the only one in hell who gets AC and uh, it is really too hot to leave my bit of flames so I'm going to uh, make this quick and um, just tell you that you need to uh, follow the Course Paint Podcast on the Twitter machine at the CB Podcast 666 oh so you need to download, subscribe, and leave a positive review. You can find the podcast on Apple Podcast, on Google, on Stitcher, and most anywhere else. Because, uh, it's a podcast. And, uh, well, anyways, I'm, uh, I'm already tired of these fucking idiots, and I'm tired of this goddamn show. Uh, I'm so tired of them thinking about giving their fucking souls back. Until next time, motherfuckers, on episode 4 of the Cops Bite Podcast! Fabs not experts.